Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me on the Aligned Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Nicole McClellan. I'm a leadership coach and entrepreneur. I founded the Omark Project organization, and I've written the Amazon bestselling book, I Did Something Different, and it worked. My transition from full-time secondary school teacher to entrepreneur has gifted me the opportunity to speak on many subjects. This podcast is going to be a place to create connection, get aligned with our purpose, and have those deeper conversations. I'll be talking all about aligning with our true purpose in life, business, and education, as well as yoga, wellness, and our mindsets. Tune in weekly for different talks, interviews, and guided meditations, all found here on the Aligned Purpose podcast, or as we can nickname it, the app. Now, let's dive right in. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Aligned Purpose podcast. It is Monday, so that means it's myself and Kayla on the episode today. And we always come on each week to talk about anything in the realm of mindset, money, and or manifestation. And today we are talking all things accountability. How are you doing today, Kayla? Fine, thank you. I'm so excited to talk about accountability because it plays such a big part in coaching. It plays a big part in what we do together. And also, I have to say before we get in, we're recording this on International Women's Day 2021. Yeah. So we are really wanting to take this opportunity to say that we are sending love to all of the women in our lives and the people that we don't even know yet who are making a difference out in the world. Cheers to you. Cheers. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So the reason that we want to talk accountability, uh, this really falls into all three um, categories that are headers for Monday, Um, having accountability in what you're manifesting, accountability in your money stories, um, and accountability in your mindset, the power of your mind and the choices and the actions that you take and make daily. So for those of you that are tuning in, just some idea of where we're going, we will be talking about um, the importance of accountability, um, how accountability moves you forward. And of course, we'll share some examples, um, how to understand what you're actually capable of and taking responsibility for what you need. And then we'll discuss this idea from Gretchen Rubin that we've heard of moderators versus abstainers and where you may fall Um, in that, um, I guess, sort of category of how accountable to yourself can you truly be? Mm -hmm. Okay, should we kick it off with why accountability is so important? Yeah, Uh, you know, I think for a lot of people, it's really the difference between one day or day one. And I know that Mm -hmm. we love that um, term. But it's so true. You know, we see inside of coffee club, all of the people that join up because they want that accountability. So Mm -hmm. yes, I could go and read a book, like think like a monk on my own, and I could do some journaling on my own. And I could show up on my social media by myself and talk about what I'm up to. But what draws people when we ask them, you know, what brought you to say, for example, coffee club, the number one thing that we hear is the accountability, the community, the support. So it's really important to speak it out into existence, what it is that you're working towards, either going after or you're letting go of. But if it's not spoken, then nobody can be there to cheer you on or support you. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. Without, without talking about it, without taking action. And then I guess this leads to without accountability, then I mean, nothing would happen. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, accountability is one of the pillars of our business. And uh, it really is one of the biggest pillars of the coaching industry. That's why most people hire a coach because the coach doesn't do the work for you. The coach holds you accountable to what you say you want to do in your life or your business or your relationship or or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Before we got on this podcast, um, we were talking about what's one thing that you don't need accountability for. Do you Mm -hmm. want to go first, Nicole? Yeah. Like what comes easy for me that no matter if somebody's checking in on me or not, I am self-committed to. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, I would say it's been a year now. So last March, um, in the heat of the pandemic, I went over to Vancouver to do my advanced yoga teacher training with Clara Roberts, Oss, a teacher that I absolutely admire and love. And uh, we only did five days of training before everybody got sent home because of everything happening in the world. But in those five days, we started off our 12 hour days, teacher training days in a 20 to 30 minute meditation in the dark. She left all the lights off. Um, The sun would gradually come up. And this idea of starting us off in meditation at the very beginning of our day changed me on a cellular level. I really like, I had meditated before that, um, but I was like, this is something very special and I am vibrating at a different frequency. And, you know, I was curious if after being with Clara, if I'd come home and be able to commit to it uh, myself. And it was like, once I saw the benefits of what meditation does for me and my day, I don't need anybody to tell me I should sit down and meditate. I wake up every single day. Some days I might only sit for five minutes. Maybe I'm feeling like I don't have more time than that. I try to go for 15 or 20, but no matter who's checking in, no matter who knows uh, where it's being logged or not, I do not need accountability with meditation because it is so impactful in my life. I'm going to meditate the same way, you know, people wake up and brush their teeth. It's just going to happen. Hmm. Um, one thing that I don't need any uh, accountability for at all is the way that I eat. So I don't eat anything that is considered traditionally inflammatory. Like I don't eat gluten. I don't eat dairy. Um, I try to keep my sugar low. I don't, what else do I eat? Um, I'm so into my plan. I barely even know. I just know what I do eat. So, um, no, yeah. And no exceptions on those. No, I don't make any exceptions. Uh, and that's when, so I don't need any accountability because it's so important to me to stay, keep my body totally anti-inflamed. Is that the right word? Um, I try not to do things that cause my immune system to freak out. And that's because there's lots of autoimmune disease in my family. And I'm really, really committed to keeping my own tendencies under control through diet. I'm 100% committed. One thing that I learned about, I made this commitment to myself in early 2017 and now it's 2021. And I'm 
fully in it still. One thing that I learned about that kind of helped me understand, okay, this is what I need to do, is when Gretchen Rubin from The Happiness Project talks about different types of personalities, she says that some people are total abstainers and some people are moderators. So an example of this that we were talking about before is, were we eating a bun with butter? Were you eating a bun with butter, Nicole? Is that what we were talking about? Well, what comes to mind is uh, pre-Evie and when we were allowed to be with one another last summer, 2020, and, you know, you'd come to my house all the time, Kayla, and we'd sit down and I'd make like little charcuterie boards or just random things for us to eat. And I remember one time um, I wanted to go up to Bakeology and um, get a biscuit or something like that. And I was so amazed that like, you were quite hungry. I remember you were hungry and I was like, okay, where can we go? What can we get? And you like, there's no breaking it for you. Like not even a little butter inside of a biscuit or, um, you know, I love that you were like, I'll just bring my own gluten-free stuff to your house and keep my own dairy-free butter in your fridge because you're so committed, um, to your health and your well-being. And I was like, wow, I like to say that I don't really eat dairy, but then, you know, you put a charcuterie board in front of me and it's pretty hard for me to resist, but it's because I don't, it, I'm not an abstainer in the way that you are. You are so dedicated to this, that it's not worth it for you to break it. Yeah. For, for me personally, I have a very strong why around that, but yeah. I also find it hard to be, to be uh, like sometimes in and sometimes out on stuff, which is, an abstainer thing. I'm hundred percent all in whenever I'm doing something. So moderators are the other type of personality. I mean, there's many, but Gretchen yeah. talks about abstainers and moderators in a way, especially around food. It's people who can sometimes have dairy and sometimes they say, no, I'm not eating dairy today. So my brain finds that way too confusing. So I just have to commit to one thing. Yeah. And I would say I'm more of a moderator where I don't buy cheese um, or dairy to put in my house because I just know it always makes my skin rashy. Mm -hmm. um, but then if I'm out at an event and like I said, there's a cheese board in front of me, I just can't resist. And, you know, for that one time that I out at an event, like, what is that? Has that happened in the last year? <laughs> um, but, you know, you get together with people, maybe there's a charcuterie board or something. Then it's like, I'm not going to say no to that because I'm not like diagnosed with anything. And I don't have any ailments in my body that way. Um, I definitely don't feel my best the next day. I'm sure it's like having wine. It's like, you know, I know that I'd feel better if I drank water, but I don't abstain fully from it because I have the ability um, to be a moderator in, in, in those worlds. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about why it's important to uh, have the accountability for most people. It's day one and one day. Yeah. And can we talk about a time that accountability has moved you forward, Nicole? Yeah. Uh, a specific time, not every single day, all the time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, a thing that I love about um, being a book coach for inspirational book writers is uh, witnessing the fulfillment and the joy that writers have at the end of a week. So we tell everybody it is possible to write a book in a week. And the reason I know it's possible is because I did it myself. And I couldn't believe when I met Dave Thompson and he said um, that his whole program was, you know, you come to paradise, you write your book in a week, you're published six weeks later. I'm like, how the hell is that even going to happen? 
but it was full on accountability. So you would say how many pages or chapters or words you were going to be committed to. And every two hours, there was an accountability check-in from a book coach. So what did you say, or what did you do? You said you were going to work on this. Did you actually get that done? Obviously there's no repercussions. It's just your book's not gonna get written if you don't do what you say you're going to do. So for me, having the accountability of the book coaches in the week allowed me to not only write my book in a week, but I was the first one done. I had my book done, I think we were five days in. And so that to me, proved to me that when I had other people pushing me and cheering me and, you know, stretching me, we'll talk about that concept here in a minute. I was able to do what I thought was um, unachievable beforehand. It is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, One, I have a really good example of one time that you helped me with accountability. You want to hear it? Obviously. (laughs) Okay, so last June, I was going into the third month of a fundraising contract, and I was doing my fundraising contract on the side of coaching, on the side of building out Manifesting Money Masterclass the first time, and on the side of creating our coaching business. But I was very attached to the concept (laughs) of having some sort of salary coming in. So it didn't matter how many hours I put in, I would still get the money. I was like, you know, and it's, not a huge amount of money. And I was just so tied to it, but I knew I need to let it go for my own growth. So I told you, Nicole, when we were co-coaching that you, I have to quit this job on Friday and you cannot let me come back to coaching on Monday because we used to coach each other every Monday morning. You cannot let me come back to coaching on Monday and say, I still have the job. So Friday comes, I have my phone call and I'm like talking to my boss. I'm like, Yep. This, I I have to say, I have to end this contract early because I have a lot of other things going on, whatever the conversation was. And the whole time in my head, I'm just picturing myself, like I was about to back out. I'm, I'm on the phone. I'm about to back out and say, it's okay. I'll keep doing it because I have the disease to please sometimes. Yeah. And then I thought to myself, you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to let Nicole down and I'm going to put my foot down and end this insanity. And after I made that decision and ended the contract, that was when everything opened up for me Mm. in terms of coaching. And it wasn't about letting me down though, right? It's about like, you're not going to let yourself down. No, exactly. It was all about not letting myself down, but I needed to to pin it on you so that I actually did it. Yeah, absolutely. Which is the whole concept of, of accountability. Yeah. So, you know, there's some examples of how it's moved us forward. Obviously, um, Kayla and I are committed to being coached um, and that moves us forward weekly. And we so value the profession and helps us be better coaches. And that is what uh, is a main pillar of coaching is accountability. People hire a coach to be held accountable. A coach does not do the work. So people, whether it's personal or professional, are like, I want to move forward. And I've been saying for years or months or decades or whatever that I've been doing this thing and something keeps holding me back. Newsflash, it's probably yourself. So (laughs) I'm going to get a coach because the coach is going to be the one to check in and say, hey, you said you were going to do this. So like, what's happening here? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Okay, how does taking action and having accountability help you understand what you're capable of? Hmm. Yeah, taking action. 
I think that is like the first step. So once again, if it goes back to nobody knows what you want, mm-hmm. um, then you can keep bailing on yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, you know, every Thursday morning, I'm going to get up at 7am and I'm going to go for an hour walk around the neighborhood before I start my day. And then Thursday morning rolls around, your alarm goes off and you don't really feel like it, mm-hmm. but nobody knows. So just roll over and it's another day where you where you didn't show up for yourself but when you have an accountability buddy or a partner um you're less likely to let someone else down and therefore less likely to let yourself down you know this whole entire conversation uh was actually inspired by two members inside of coffee club right tiffany and carrie and Uh, We saw that for our March challenge, it's a 21 day challenge that Carrie reached out to Tiffany and said, want to be accountability buddies because sure, Carrie and Tiffany and the hundreds of other people inside a coffee club could go at this on their own, but everybody knows the power behind accountability. Mm -hmm. I have to give a shout out to my biking accountability buddy, Rhonda, who's different than Rhonda in coffee club. Okay. As if I have two amazing Rondas in my life. How lucky am I? Okay. So my biking accountability, but yeah, accountability buddy, Rhonda, we used to work together and we worked on Cypress mountain at the base of the mountain in Vancouver. And I shared with her that it was my goal to bike up Cypress mountain 10 times in the summer. And so Rhonda loves cycling. And she says, okay, let's do it every, I think it was Tuesday night. So after work, we'd get on our bikes and bike up the mountain. That summer, we did it 16 times. Wow. You know why? Because you held each other accountable. Yes, because I knew that if I didn't pack my bike and my water and my snacks on my car that day and bring it to work so we could bike up Cyprus, Rhonda would be standing there with her bike. Like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) I knew she was serious about it. I knew that's seriously what I wanted too. Mm -hmm. And she was so, so, so committed to making it happen. It was incredibly motivating to me. By yourself, are you going to slog uphill for 10 kilometers, like 12 kilometers, whatever it is, to the top of this friggin' mountain every single week? No. Maybe if you love biking, but it's kind of boring. And so over this whole time, Rhonda and I developed such a great relationship. Mm, That's the other benefit of accountability. The the buddy, accountability buddy, the second half of of the phrase. (laughs) (laughs) So many selfies. So many mountains to climb, literally yeah. and figuratively. Yeah. You know, I, I think about my sessions with Ka- Michaela at the gym. I finally reached out because I've been saying like, oh yeah, I'll add weights and incorporate like a more vigorous uh, routine into my life to build my strength. And the days when I like fall onto the turf at the gym and I'm like, Michaela, I can't do anymore. <laughs> like, yes, you can look hold 10 more seconds. And I'm like, Oh my God, she's right. I can do just 10 more seconds. And then it's done because yeah. it's that other person cheering me on. Okay. So this is our takeaway for you. Who are you going to reach out to who inspires you and ask them to support your growth with accountability, and then you can support them back. Mm -hmm. And may we encourage that it is not your partner or your spouse. Mm -hmm. Um, It's somebody that is maybe a little bit more unbiased into your livelihood. Um, Somebody that it doesn't actually affect them if you do or do not do what you say you're going to do. Right. 
So if you have a spouse and you're like, oh, I'm going to save, you know, $2,000 each month into our savings. Well, that probably does affect your spouse. Um, so the accountability piece may get a little bit uh, intertwined amongst like your relationship. However, if it's somebody that has nothing to do with your finances and you say that you want to be held accountable to the school, the, the stretch factor might be a bit higher. Yeah. And then yeah. the conflict factor might be a bit lower. Yeah. <laughs> Kayla, what does the term stretching mean for anybody who's listening that they're like, what are they talking about? Um, I think in a nutshell, it's like, what do you think you can do? And then you say it, I don't know, save $2,000 a month. And the stretch factor is if you took away all of the constraints in your mind, what could you actually do? And even beyond that, and something that Chip Wilson, who's the founder of Lululemon always says is take your goal and 10 times it. Take your goal five times it. Take what you think is possible and then multiply it. That's the stretch factor. Yeah. You know, if you think you can get one new client this month, um, because like, you know, you can get one new client this month, that's not really stretching your capacity of what's possible. Mm -hmm. um, and also when you stretch yourself, you may fail and failing is really good because you learn from failure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and you learn not to take everything so freaking seriously when there's a little bit of ups and downs that happen. You live to see another day. <laughs> yeah. And there will probably become a success from your failure mm. that typically tends to happen. Yeah. So for example, um, what we have coming up is our Manifesting Money Masterclass study group. And the reason the study group came to be is because of the large desire for accountability from our community. So Kayla and I went ahead and we made Manifesting Money Masterclass passive so that people could have access to it whenever, wherever they wanted. And yes, lots of you went onto our website and purchased it, but then the feedback was, oh, when are you going to run another course? I actually would like the accountability. So, and, and we can see the back end and we can see the click through rates on the course, even though you buy it are not very high. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we know the content is incredible because it's our number one signature course. It is what people come to my aligned purpose for is to get their mindset and money, uh, in alignment. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, I, I so appreciate you, Kayla, taking, taking what you're hearing from our community of like, okay, people really would like some accountability here. So Kayla's going to show up and lead a group every Thursday for the next five weeks, 4.30 PM PST. Um, and it's just a study group. You're just going to come on Zoom together. It's really low key. I love Kayla said this morning in coffee club, like put on your comfy clothes, grab your snacks, let's get empowered with our money. Let's make some changes. Let's do the energy to action challenges together. It is true accountability. Mm -hmm. Yep. We're going to do some discussion and talk about, you know, what's standing in your way and the energetics and the limiting beliefs for a short bit at the beginning, maybe share some, some things that people are working on because we can always learn from other people. And then we're going to put some music on and we're going to do the work together. I'm going to do the course, you're going to do the course, and we're all together going to put five hours into our money over the next five weeks. I guarantee things are going to shift if you spend five hours doing things with your money, you know, becoming more aware, um, 
seeing what your net worth is, seeing how much you're paying in interest on your debt, all that kind of stuff. That's what we're going to do together. It's yeah. going to be more fun than it sounds when I say it like that. <laughs> and uh, five hours of accountability. Yeah. See what that does for you. So join us. You can just go on our website, www.myalignpurpose.com. And then the top pink bar says join the study group. Like it's so obvious. It's the first thing you see when you go on the homepage and just click on that and you can sign up for the study group. Yeah. And it's free for everyone that has already done Manifesting Money Masterclass. Um, and if you've not yet done Manifesting Money Masterclass and you're curious, um, send us an email or yeah. come into our direct messages and let us know um, what questions you may have so that we can support you and hold you accountable. Yeah. So hey, I'll see you on Thursday in Zoom. Yeah. What I would love to hear from everyone listening is um, I would love for you to share on your social media channels that you've listened to this episode and how has the My Aligned Purpose community held you or kept you accountable to something you said you were or were not going to uh, commit to in your life? So let us know. Maybe it's not directly myself or Kayla, but maybe it's been a community member you've met or a program that you've been in. But we would love to hear how the impact of accountability has showed up in your life. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks Can't everyone. Thanks for tuning in and we will be back next Monday with more mindset, money, and manifestation conversations.